Hey everybody, Nick Espinosa, your chief security fanatic here, and today we need to talk about the U.S. government, specifically the U.S. Customs or Customs Border Patrol, which is the CBP, because they have been copying a massive amount of data on U.S. citizens for years. Here's what's going on. This is absolutely crazy. Now, this is coming from Drew Harwell, uh, writing for the Washington Post, and I'm going to be paraphrasing or quoting him quite a bit here because I think it's an ex ex just an excellent article, obviously, along with my own thoughts on this entire situation. But here's what's going on, according to Mr. Harwell. U.S. government officials are adding data from as many as 10,000 electronic devices each year to a massive database that they've compiled from cell phones, iPads, and computers that have been seized from travelers at, basically, U.S. airports, seaports, and border crossings. That is according to the leaders of the Customs and Border Protection talking to basically congressional st uh, staff in briefings this past summer. Now, agents from the FBI and ICE, that's the Immigration and Customs Enforcement, as well as another Department of Homeland Security agency, have run facial recognition searches on millions of Americans' driver's license photos. They've also tapped private databases of people's financial and utility records to learn where they live. They've also gleaned uh, location data from uh, license plate reader databases that can be used to track where people are driving. Now, the rapid expansion of this database and the ability of roughly 2,700 to 3,000 custom and border patrol um, officers to access it without a warrant. I'll say that again, without a warrant. Basically, those are two details that were not previously known about this database have now raised alarms in Congress about what uh, basically use the government has made of this information, much of which is captured from people not suspected of any crime, meaning if for whatever reason they get access to your iPhone, your Android, whatever it is that they're taking from you, but you're not a suspect in anything, they're still getting this kind of information. Now, CBP officials told congressional staff that this data is maintained for 15 years. That is absolutely crazy. And details of this database were revealed today in a letter to the CBP Commissioner Chris Magnus from Senator Ron Wyden, Democrat of Oregon, and quite frankly, my senatorial homeboy, Senator Wyden, please come and talk on my radio show. I really think you're doing the cyber lord's work here when it comes to our privacy as U.S. citizens. So anyway, in this letter to the commissioner from Ron Wyden, a Democrat of Oregon senator, he basically criticized the agency for, quote, allowing indiscriminate rifling through Americans' private records, end quote and called for stronger privacy protections. Now, these revelations also add new detail to what is basically known about the expanding ways that federal investigators are using technology that we as Americans may not be consenting to or even understanding. A CBP spokesperson, Larry Rusty Payne, said in a statement today, the agency conducts, quote, border searches of electronic devices in accordance with statutory and regulatory authorities, end quote, and they've imposed rules to ensure that the searches are, and I quote again, exercised judiciously, responsibly, and consistent with the public trust, end quote. But if they've got a database that they're keeping for 15 years of all of this information, and people are not suspected of a crime, it'd be one thing, like, if I'm crossing the border, and they're like, oh, is that Nick the drug mule? We have reason to believe that. Okay, I understand that as opposed to, hey, I just, you know, was having a good time in Mexico or Canada or, you know, whatever border crossing I'm at or landing in a plane from overseas. This is what we're talking about here. Now, this database known as the Automated Targeting System is used, quote, to further review, analyze, and assess information CBP obtained from electronic devices associated with individuals who are of a significant law enforcement 
who are of a significant law enforcement, counterterrorism, or national security concern. But, again, according to this article previously, that's not necessarily the case. If I'm not a suspect in anything and they've got my information, I don't think I am significant to law enforcement or counterterrorism or a national security concern. And if I am, you think I would have a right to know we do have Miranda rights in this country, right? So here we are. Now, CBP officials declined, however, to answer questions about how many Americans' phone records are actually in this database, how many searches have been run, or how long the practice has gone on, saying it made no additional statistics available, quote, due to law enforcement sensitivities and national security implications, end quote. The question that I would have to follow up with that is, what kind of logging and control do they have? Maybe you've got that Customs and Border Patrol, you know, officer that can access this database and say, you know what, I wonder where my ex-girlfriend I used to stalk lives. You know, these are the kinds of things that we're all always concerned about, and here we are. Now, the revelation that thousands of agents have access to a searchable database without public oversight is obviously a new development in what privacy advocates, myself included, and some, some lawmakers warn could be an infringement of the Fourth Amendment right against unreasonable searches and seizures. And quite frankly, yes, we have a constitutional right to privacy. And one of the problems we have here in the United States is that our laws have not kept up. The European Union has GDPR. Canada's got their own thing. Our privacy laws are wholly behind. And if you're one of those people that says, oh, states' rights, the federal government shouldn't have these things, the Constitution applies globally across all states, which means... We have a constitutional right to privacy. This has been interpreted multiple times in the U.S. Supreme Court to confirm that, which means we need a law that basically says this is violating our constitutional rights, and it has to apply to the technology that we use. A lot of our privacy laws were written in the Reagan era, and obviously we've come a long way since dial-up modems and all that kind of stuff, right? I mean, social media wasn't even a thing. I mean, think about Section 230, right, that, that basically protects online platforms, uh, especially you know, if they're not acting as publishers, this this basically was coming out when AOL was the big thing, and like three people who use AOL anymore. So this is what we're talking about now. To continue. A 2018 uh, Customs and Border Patrol directive establishing rules for the searches said officers should only retain information relating to immigration, customs, or, quote, other enforcement matters, end quote, unless they have probable cause that could justify saving more of the phone's content, meaning I'm acting suspiciously as I'm going through that border, and they're like, well, we want to check this out, you know, and so there you go. But what is probable cause? Is there some kind of listing for that? Is there basically a design? Maybe they don't like the way I look. Is that wrong? I mean, there you go, right? I mean, you know, you know, if you're a parent and, you know, your son or daughter brings home somebody and you're like, oh my God, this is the worst person ever. You have a snap judgment on the person. That doesn't mean they're a bad person. You might have a vibe, but so what does that mean? What is probable cause in this situation? If I'm trying to like hide my weed, you know, like throwing it out before I hit customs and they see me do that, that's a different thing than just me looking, I don't know, maybe I'm having a bad day. I don't know. That's what we're talking about. Now, in the briefing this summer, CBP officials, however, said that their default configuration for some of these searches has been to download and retain all contact lists, call logs, and messages, and that is according to an aide for Senator Wyden. And again, Senator Wyden, I think you're doing great work. Please be interviewed on my radio show. I'm going to reach out again after this. But I say all of this to say that if you are crossing the border, one of those things that I would highly recommend you do 
is turn off your devices. Have good, strong, not four-digit pin passwords on these things. Make sure they're fully encrypted. <laughs> turn all of this off. If this, if this, this, these, if your device is confiscated, it will be harder for them to access. The other thing that you have to understand is the plain sight exception to the law when it comes to basically probable cause or or um, seeing something that might get you incriminated. And I will give you an example of this. I actually talked about this a while ago. So let's say your phone is locked. The, they cannot compel you, law enforcement cannot compel you to open it without a warrant. Um, and so if you have notifications, and this actually happened to somebody where uh, basically one of their accomplices texted them and the text popped up as a notification against the lock screen, meaning like it just popped up as a notification, didn't actually unlock the phone, law enforcement could see that. And therefore, that was a plain sight exception, meaning, aha, you know, accomplice just texted the person and now they uh, that they can take that, get a warrant and open the phone. So if I'm going through customs and border and all that kind of stuff, everything is off. Everything is encrypted. Even if I'm turning on my phone and not unlocking it again, not unlocking it, there is no message, text message, call, whatever that would basically come into my phone that essentially would prompt and say, hey, like, you know, you're getting a text message from this person, an email from that person, you know, and a, a calendar appointment is not going to pop up that says, hey, it's 3 p.m. time to do crime, you know, or whatever it is. So make sure that you are keeping these things absolutely secure and safe, the last thing you want to do is is give any government, U.S. or otherwise, more information that they need. We have to maintain our privacy here, and that really is a shared responsibility. We also need more senators like Senator Wyden that are trying to push through privacy bills that basically align with our human right to privacy. So that is your news of the day. Good luck out there, but if you're crossing the border, please take my advice and Maybe I'll see you overseas. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me to YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private, especially when crossing the border. Take care.